And welcome to this episode of Replenish Me Radio Show. I'm Cordelia Gaffar. I'm the founder of Workout Around My Day and the Stress-Free Sisterhood. I love to help women, but especially moms, to nourish themselves with wholesome food, energize with movement, and to sweet talk themselves, to quiet that negative inner chatter. And today I have Ashley Adams with me, who is synergistically my sister. She's the leader and founder of the Yoga Mom, Mom's Rebellion Studios in Tampa, Florida. It's a virtual and actual physical yoga studio that is designed specifically for mompreneurs. All classes are taught online, so you, so you don't have to find someone to watch your children so that you get a moment to relax. Ashley Adams um, founded the Yoga Mom Rebellion so that moms can have energy to kick ASS in your business and be the wonder woman for your family. Um, She's on a mission to bring the practice of yoga and meditation to mompreneurs and to create balance, crush and overwhelm to increase happiness, reduce stress and set up productivity. You can connect with her at ashleynicoleadams.com and welcome to the show. Thanks. I appreciate that wonderful introduction. I will say that I'm, I've reached a place where I'm used to people reading my bio back to me, but I'm not. It always gets me every time, and I, I feel so weird hearing it, but um, that is what I do, and thanks for the intro. I totally appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, but you are an amazing mom, and I would like to, to know a little bit more about your story. Um, you you can you know kind of start wherever you want and how you went from um being a corporate mom to being a yoga mom and leading this rebellion tell me more i'd be happy to share yeah um so in the beginning as they like to say uh <laughs> no i <laughs> i i was a corporate mom i i still have to this day um an insurance license and i've had it for forever now since about 2005 and that's what I did I sold life health um life and health insurance and I was well versed and steeped in doing that for quite some time and um I loved it and then I kind of lost my love for it as the industry changed like I no longer felt like I was helping people Mm -hmm. and um fast forward maybe a year or so in between my like turmoil of not loving it anymore uh, my uh, husband and I have been together for almost 10 years now, and um, we hadn't had kids. It was just me and him hanging out, living the life. <laughs> and then we got to a place where we had two kids within three three years of one another. Oh. And um, two, two kids, yeah, in three years. So my children are like 19 months apart, and life got crazy really quickly. So we went from seven years, no kids, to two kids in three years, and it just pretty much uprooted everything that we were doing. Um, 
And what I found is that, you know, the corporate hustle doesn't work for momming. Like they don't care if you have to leave and pick up a sick child. They don't care if you have to drop them off at daycare. They don't care. They're not interested either. So I got to a place where I just needed to do something else and um, wanted to do something else. So I kind of started poking around to see what I wanted to do. I always enjoyed group fitness and prior to having the kids, I taught fitness boxing um, for a while, for quite a while and was always a gym person and still am. And I enjoy going to the gym and kind of that's my self care um, in addition to my own personal yoga practice. So I was poking around trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Well, one of the things that happened after I had my son was I had crazy postpartum. Mm. Um, I was crazy. I was making everybody else crazy. It was just, it was super, super stressful. So in order to treat my postpartum on my terms, now I'm not, um, I'm not promoting doing this for everybody. Everyone needs to go and, you know, seek the counsel of a physician, uh, see a primary care physician. I'm not a doctor and I don't play one on the internet. So um, make sure you seek proper medical care when it comes to postpartum. But for me, what I decided to do was I wanted to treat it holistically and get grounded um, in myself. So I decided that I was going to become a yoga teacher. And um, I credit yoga with really saving my life and getting me mentally back on track where I needed to be to be a better person for myself and then in turn be better for my family. Um, so once I got into yoga teacher training and I found the benefits of it, um, I just wanted an opportunity to give that gift to someone else. So it inspired me to start the rebellion, to shift from co corporate and kind of do, um, kind of inspire moms that you can totally mom on your terms. That sometimes it is chaotic, that it's always not, it's, it's, it's not always buttoned up. It's not always, you know, like I'm somewhere in between being a Stepford wife and a hot mess mom. That's kind of where <laughs> reality <laughs> resides <laughs> when it comes to momming. So, so I wanted to bring that reality to to moms because I think sometimes we're stuck with these crazy stigmas that of that it has to look a certain way. And and my kids always get um, a balanced dinner or you know what I mean like yeah. I am trying to create to normalize the norm if that makes sense to normalize what truly is normal run in the mill for moms that are steeped in the everyday hustle and um really focusing on finding that inner peace with what you have going on and making yourself a priority uh, so you can pour into yourself your community your church and and, and your family yeah, I, you know, a lot of your story I totally resonate with. Um, it's so true. Um, even at the executive level, corporate just doesn't care. You know, you are an employee first and foremost, and whatever's going on in your personal life, you know, that's your problem. It, don't make it ours. And um, And I also applaud you for finding a holistic way um, but everyone listening, please um, pay attention to the disclaimer there. We are not healthcare um, professionals. And um, if you have postpartum depression, do see your primary care provider for that and get recommendations there. But, you know, 
if you find alternate ways or if you want to find holistic ways, um, you can follow the example that our guest has, which is yoga, which I think is amazing. Um, for myself, I also went a similar path. For me, it was more um, food and exercise at that time. I, it wasn't yoga for me. It was Pilates. But um, I really love how you embraced taking control of your health. And that is very important. And your whole goal was to be the best version of yourself or even reconnect with who you were before, right? So mm -hmm. I love it. Yes, that is actually what I was trying to get to. But not, well, let me back that up and say, not necessarily who I was before, but craft who I wanted to be now because mm -hmm. my reality had changed. I had kids, you know, and, and my kids are so young, they're three and five. So it, it wasn't like this hearkening back to what Ashley was at 25. I needed to face and stare down what Ashley is now and decide, truly decide what I want that to look like. So, so then that meant taking full responsibility for where I was in this point in time because all of my actions prior to that had led me to this point and really claiming the fact that yeah I'm responsible for where I am and I'm also responsible for where I want to be going forward and who I am going forward. I love that yes and and you're right you know a lot of times when we become moms it's not so much that we want to go back to who we were before we're just redefining our our now and our future um, because you know what's past is past so we just have to figure out what is our future going to be so that's an excellent point excellent point I love the of course this the find your center the peace and the calm in your message but what is your favorite part of your passion and your message um, that you share with your community so, well, and I will say this because, and you, you might have to edit this part out, out later. You know that I swear, and I, I'm sure you've heard me do it. Yes. <laughs> but the biggest piece of my message and the part that I love the most is to own your own shit. <laughs> That's <laughs> the biggest part. It is no one else's responsibility except for yours. And my goal as a teacher is to hold space for you. Do you feel comfortable to stare down those maybe not so lit up places that are within you so we can move those things out of the way so we can get you past that um, to the other side of the person that you want to craft and that you want to be. So for me, that is my favorite, favorite part when, because, and it's my favorite part because that's what I had to do for myself. Like, I didn't get to, to this place of being able to articulate what the rebellion is about until I was able to move out of my own way. So that's why that message and that part is so, so, so important. And I feel like in that is where our power lies in the first place. Like, if we're not able to stare down our wicked parts, when somebody comes poking in them, we get defensive. It's, it's just as good as poking a bear. But if we can look at them and face them and, and accept them and be able to craft and move past them or work through them, then, I mean, we're, we're an unstoppable force. So owning our own stuff, if you will, is, is my favorite part of this and bringing people through 
um, through practice and, and, and through programs that help them do that is the most important part to me. Yes, and, and that is very important. The um, being accountable for your own actions is lost these days. And um, this is a very great way to, to bring that back to the forefront and understand that you have a choice. You know, you don't have to wallow and you don't have to give in to all that. So um, do you have any quick tips or, um, you know, to help women who were in the place you were in when you had to find your Zen? <laughs> what, um, <laughs> what, what can, uh, what would be like the alert systems they should look out for? Because for me, I'll uh -oh. give you a backstory for myself. I didn't even realize I was having postpartum depression. I just went for my six-week appointment, and I was saying, you know, things are out of sorts, and I'm thinking weird things. I don't know what's going on. And my doctor immediately was like, you have postpartum depression. So, like, what can a woman look for so that she'll know what's happening? Um, well, I would say, first and foremost, be willing to stop long enough to listen to your body. And if you do feel out of sorts, hear that. Be willing to hear that message. Because I think sometimes we know that something's off, but we don't give it the energy that it needs to be able to get corrected. Like, we'll write it off. So if you don't feel right, if you don't feel comfortable in your own skin, listen to that little voice that is telling you to find, to, to seek help in some way. Um, and then the other part of that too, the, the big prevailing overall, like the number one tip in all of this to me is be willing to be a good steward of your mental and emotional health. Don't, don't offload that responsibility on your spouse or anyone else in your family. You have to be willing to be a good steward of your own mental and emotional health. Um, and don't take your ego with you into, into whatever place you decide to go and seek help. Don't, don't take that with you because at the end of the day, that will keep you stuck exactly where you are. So just be willing to listen to that little voice inside of you. Be willing to be a good steward of your own mental and emotional health. And don't, don't take your ego with you when you go to seek that help. Be open and be receptive of the help that's being given. Be open and receptive of the support that's being given, not help. Help, help is, has a funky connotation for me. I can explain that another time. But be open and receptive to the support that is given because that, that little voice popped up because that's your, internal, that's your internal being saying, hey, we need a little backup here. I love that. And if you don't mind, that will be the Ashley quotable here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so what are some of the common challenges that the women you work with face um, in making this lifestyle change? I, the, biggest, the biggest one for the moms that I connect with, uh, well, I'll, I'll say two. One is they feel lost that they've been trampled by motherhood and all the pieces and parts that come along with it. So a lot of moms come to me with identity crisis, um, if you will, mm -hmm. um, because now they've gone from being quote unquote Ashley to being mom. And that's 
they feel like they've been consumed by the mom transition. The other one, the number one for all of us, I, I have yet to meet a mom yet that has not mentioned this in some way, shape, or form, is time. Figuring out time when you're responsible for little bodies. <laughs> Figuring out where time is for you um, and making that work in, in the midst of all the other stuff that goes on. Um, so that would be my first two. And then lastly, having space, because I spoke with this about uh, with, another, um, with another coach the other day, having space in your home or, or space even in your garage or somewhere that is just yours and yours alone. Like the, when we talk about, you know, my motherhood kind of taking over your entire life, it really <laughs> takes over your entire life. So when you're, you know, your identity can get bulldozed, and then you don't have time for yourself, and then you don't have your own space. It's like the trifecta of being consumed by life, basically. Yes. So those are typically the three things that um, the moms that are in my space, we end up talking about in some way, shape, or form. Right. I can totally see that. I, um, I know that it's, you know, we, we go through adolescence and we have an identity crisis, but no one told us that there's another one coming. <laughs> Right, right. You are so spot on. And it's a crisis that we are not, well, I don't, okay, so full disclosure, I don't think we're emotionally prepared to deal with either one of them, the one that we go through in adolescence or the one that we go through when you become someone's mother. Right. Um, but I think that the adolescent one is a lot more forgiving, that, that society-wise is a lot more forgiving about the adolescent crisis and expected as opposed to the motherhood crisis. Um, because people, well, mm, let me say it this way. What we're sold prior to being moms is that it, it is the best job on the planet. It's sunshine and it's roses and it's wonderful. And nobody talks about the days that are hard per se. Yes. So when it gets hard, because society has told you that it's supposed to be this bright and shining and happy, and it, and it is bright and shining and happy, it also, but it also includes these hard moments, you, a lot of times moms end up feeling less than because they're stuck in the midst of a, a dark moment. You know what I mean? They're stuck in the midst of hard. And, um, and they they don't know how to pull themselves out of that, that hard space because the rest of the world has told you it's supposed to be sunshine and roses all the time. And, and your kids are going to eat everything that you put in front of them. And, and they're not going to start a mutiny about, I only want to eat, uh, I only want to eat, what was it? Mashed potatoes. Yeah. That was my, that was my daughter. I only want mashed potatoes for two weeks <laughs> or, or, you know, I need to go outside in these, in these rain boots and it's 98 degrees outside, right. but I am not going out the door unless we put these rain boots on. Look, these, these, are, all, <laughs> these are all real things. Now, though they're funny and they don't necessarily sound dark, but, <laughs> but what is hard about those moments is when your nerves are frayed, yeah. when, you're, when you're exhausted. And all you want them to do is to walk outside with normal shoes on. <laughs> you can go to the grocery store. Things can get real dark real quick. <laughs> but, oh. but that's just, you know, that's the stuff that those, the, you know, I, I joke about those moments, but there are some really 
hard moments when it comes to to parenting that we just you know that we we just don't dig in and and, and talk about so yeah <clears throat> I totally agree and it's it's really great to laugh about it you know I had um a couple of weeks ago I had um Madeline Davis on, she is the founder of the stress-free, stress-free family. So mm-hmm. she talked about <clears throat> some of those moments of, um, you know, how to not nag your kids and everything. But, you know, at the same time, you know, I like the way you deal with how, you know, the, the, the underlying layers of, of darkness, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and how to get that mom, you know, to, a uh, to a pleasant place. So I like this mom cave idea that you came up with. That's pretty cool. You know, um, for me, I always recommend, well, for myself, what's worked is just having my, my bedroom as my space. And now it's my office too. But um, the, the more kids that I have, it's less and less becoming my space because it's so peaceful in here that they want it to be their space too. So, <laughs> but this separate mom cave is a great idea. I love that. Yeah. I mean, you got to, ha- you have to, so one of the big things for me is, and I know, well, I was going to say, I know it might be off-putting, but I honestly don't care because it's, it's important. You have to save something for yourself. You can't give it all away. If you give it all away, then you're completely empty when the kid, when your kids show up in your space again, and that, that doesn't work for anybody. Then you're not serving anyone. So, being in a space and place where you know you can go in and shut the door for a hot five minutes without any other sensory input, you know, um, is is super important just to kind of regroup, reset before you go out, go back out into the world and take care of whatever you need to take care of. Um, it's, it's important to have that space. So, so then, you know, I, I guess in, in the, the easiest way to say it is, is it's about having some boundaries, you know, don't be above saying you cannot come in my bedroom right now. No, you cannot climb in my bed right now. This is my space. I need my space respect my personal space you know just little things like that and and I don't mean being tyrannical about it but you still want to um you still want to make sure that you're putting it out there for for your kids because it's stuff that they need to know and again it's, it's about preserving something for you so you can in turn have an opportunity and be able be physically able to give more to them I love that. And yeah, definitely boundaries. And it teaches them etiquette too. So I want to know how, if if I'm a mom and I'm loving your online classes, like how can I be near you and um, learn from you directly? Do you have any live events in your area or anything coming up you want to share? Um, Yes, we, so the, our studio location is having its grand opening um, soon and uh, September 1st is when we're slated to open the doors in the local studio in Tarpon Springs, Florida, which is in the Tampa Bay area. Um, but we are going to do a Yoga Mom Rebellion tour myself and um, Allison Koenig Ford, who is the other piece of the Yoga Mom Rebellion. Um, we're going to tour together. So you'll see us both out and we'll both be teaching from a place of helping moms kind of I don't want to say 
it, it's not meant to get it to let's I'll say it like this helping giving moms the tools to be better equipped to, to take on the job that is momming and do it on their terms that's the most important piece of it do it on their terms terms that truly work for them and not set by uh, beliefs that we've been carrying around for a bazillion years that no longer serve anyone mm-hmm. so so we're going to um we'll be doing the yoga mom rebellion tour so people can get out and see us we'll put um the dates will be out soon for the website um so yeah so we we will be out and about if you will um so we can get together with moms and build some community i love that and you're gonna start in florida yes we will start in florida um and so one of the things i'd like to do with the tour is is um attach it to a community-based yoga class okay. where um, it's just a donation-based class. We do it outside at a park someplace nice um, where we can come and gather and hang out. Um, so it'll be later in the year because it is still ridiculously hot here. <laughs> so, so, and if we're going to be outside, I don't want folks to be miserable. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll probably start it when it cools off a bit. Yeah, it's still crazy hot. I know for those folks up north, they're like, I can't believe it's, yeah, it's like nine, it's probably 90 or so here today. So it's still hot. It's too hot. Even in the evening, it's, it's hot to be outside. But anyway, uh, we'll kick that off and um, have a community series going where they can do the donation-based yoga and then, you know, join, uh, join in on, the, on the, um, the workshop as well. And then the other thing that we have coming exclusively for um, yoga teachers, and we're going to expand it to... Um, to like uh, light workers, spiritual workers, um, wellness folks. We have a guide coming out about building your practice and, and kind of building your tribe um, and to get you <clears throat> to create some revenue for you and for your wellness business, which I know that's a struggle for folks. So that'll be coming out soon as well. Awesome. That's really great that you're collaborating with other, um, you know, synergistic, kind of um people that that have similar businesses so that's that's really awesome i like that community-based donation yoga i think um you, yeah you definitely will get a lot of action with that but i'm not sure that people will be doing that at 100 degrees but you know <laughs> there's a limitation yeah. to hot yoga <laughs> yeah yeah, so, and that's why I was like, well, we'll probably, because I wanted to be, since I want to dive in and do the community piece of it, I feel like that's import, uh, an important part of what we do. And I know that you know this, that the rebellion in the first place, when somebody becomes a member of the online studio, a portion of that membership is given back to the Boys and Girls Club, mm-hmm. um, the Boys and Girls Club of the Sun Coast. So the community-based piece is very, in, very important to us. Um, so... I don't want to lose that just because it's hot. <laughs> so, so, you know, so we're going to find, find a way to work around it and, and make that, you know, make that go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that. So I know your time's limited, but I have about two or three more questions if you have time for me. Yeah, um, sure. Go ahead. Thank you. So how do you suggest that your clients stay on track through the hard times? You know, have like, a lifeline. Have a lifeline. Yes. So, um, and the life, what's important about the lifeline is it's typically a person that you can call or if they have not heard from you, will be willing to call you. So you don't want the friend that waits for you to call. 
You know, you want the person that is going to be going to be willing to check in on you because you guys talk maybe once a month or twice a month. And they, if they get to month two and they haven't heard from you, they're actually going to pick up the phone or they'll actually send you a text message or something of the sort. So having a good solid lifeline is um, is very, very helpful um, because it's, it's nice to kind of have somebody to bounce that energy off of or, or to help pull you out of the doldrums of whatever funk you may be in at the moment. Yeah, that's major. That, that is a really good idea. You know, a lot of us think that we've got that good friend, but our good friends get busy too. So it's good. It's really right. important to define uh, what the relationship is. Very good point. Yes, and, and for that person... Um, because you want it to be a, a give, you want it to be a give, give relationship, if you will. Mm-hmm. So make sure that person is okay with that as well. So it's something that, you know, you would work out between the two of you and then make sure that they're, they can, in a, in a manner, stand in the gap for you. And then the other piece I want to mention real quick too is you're not necessarily calling them for an opinion about your situation. You're just connecting with them, and it doesn't have to be via phone call, but connecting with them so they can hold space for you. So you don't necessarily want answers, but what you need is someone to hold space for you so you can, you have a place for that energy, for that angst, or for whatever it is that's stirred up in you to go. Right. I love that. Give, give, and they must hold space for you. Okay. Very important. So... Um, tell me, and you can answer this however you want, um, why is flexibility and balance important? You can speak from a yoga perspective, from a mental perspective, or any other way. Okay, so my, (laughs) so from a personal perspective, when it comes to the word balance, I feel like it's a bunch of BS, (laughs) because balance looks different on everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, so what, what is balanced for me with two kids is going to be quite different than what is what balance is for someone that has one child or five children. It's going to look way different. Mm-hmm. Um, what balance is for me with, um, with even my spouse? My, my spouse is a detective, so he has a super crazy job. Um, so there's just, you know, balance for us looks way different as a family than somebody else that maybe has a... Um, maybe both parents work a typical nine to five or somebody works half day or, you know, whatever the case may be, it's different. So I can't necessarily, um, so with balance, I, I really, I shy away from that part of it. But what I will say is what we're seeking and what's important is that inner peace. If your whole outside world looks like a three ring circus and you internally feel awesome about that three ring circus, it's all yours, honey. Go with it. Run with it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> go go for broke. You know. Uh, it, however, on the flip side of that, the converse is if that three ring circus is causing you ex- internal chaos, then you want to step back and take a look at it. Um, as far as flexibility is concerned, flexibility is necessary in in life. Period. Things change on a daily basis. Um, what is it? And within two years' time, every cell in your body has been replaced. So we're constantly in flux. Um, so you have to be willing to change and go with those flows. Go, go with the flow because um, you're only broken when you're rigid. You only, you only get 
stuck, you only get broken, you only split and get frayed when you're rigid and when you're standing in something so strong and so um, so unwilling to move that 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 that's when things get broken and things get harder than they need to be. If you can be flexible, um, you in at, at the end of the day, <laughs> you, I, I think personally that you're a lot more peaceful person. Uh, I won't say happy because happiness is fleeting; it changes like the wind. But I feel like you're a lot you're a lot more at peace, um, and, and that you can stand the test of time if you're able to be flexible. So. Yeah. I love that. So um, I thank you so much for being here. And where can people find you? I know I mentioned your website at the beginning. So is what, where's the best way that, for them to find you? How do you like to connect with people on social media? Do you want them to come to your website? Either or is fine, but I feel like if you want to see me, see me, um, catch me on Facebook is probably the best. Because okay. I do Facebook Live, um, the Yoga Mom Rebellion, or you can look us up, uh, YMR Studio on Facebook. That is a wonderful place to find me. And if you want to, like, see and have a conversation with me, um, you're welcome to inbox me and say hello. I do answer it. I don't give it away to anybody else. It is really me answering. <laughs> um, so, so you can find me there. Uh, and I think that's probably the best place if you're really looking for one-to-one -one interaction with me as a person yes my website's there and I check it and I respond to the comments that are there but I personally like real-time interaction with folks uh, and the best place to find me uh, would be on Facebook I do have Instagram and Twitter and all those things um, but the place that I show up on video and Periscope I do Periscope um, a bit here but the place that I show up the most is um, the Yoga Mom Rebellion or Ashley Adams um, which my personal page, uh, you can actually see, um, has me, Ashley Adams, leader of the Yoga Mom Rebellion, so you can find me there too. Okay, perfect. I love it. I appreciate your time today. And, um, oh, one last thing. What are the, what, what's the main thing that you want our listeners to remember from our conversation today? Be kind to yourself, intelligent, amazing. Don't just break free.